0: Okay, before I start, I'm probably gonna butcher this girl's name by mistake, but it's Holly Pranaran. Is that what she said? Is that what you think it said? I think But but you can tell in the title what I the think it's Paranian. But she was born January nineteenth, nineteen eighty three. You know, she's just her typical normal ten year old girl. You know, she celebrated her birthday in January, you know, she liked uh the Simpsons, she wanted to be a marine biologist after she visited an aquarium uh she uh, lives in grafton massachusetts with her parents and two brothers and um sadly on thursday night what thursday august 5th 1993 um uh, her her brothers and her father were vacation at her grandparents summer cottage uh it was about a half-hour drive from where she originally lived at, and approximately, say, 11.45 to 12 a.m., well, p.m., well, 11.45 a.m. to 12 p.m. But, um,
1: her, uh, dad would see her walking
0: down the, uh, road with her five-year-old brother, and they were on their way to visit a neighbor, uh, the neighbor's dog had recently had puppies from my understanding and I guess, you know, kids want to go see him. So, um,
1: basically her brother got frightened by a different neighborhood
0: dog along the way and ran back to his grandparents. See, he would send them down, to uh, the brothers, to go get her and they couldn't find her. And the only Potential witness for her disappearance were the were the puppies, waiting by the uh, fence. And on the day of her disappearance, Holly was four foot six. She's almost as tall as you, and she's only ten years old. <laughs> Rude. But and sixty pounds. That's basically what Adrian weighs. Yeah. With uh, shoulder length blonde hair and blue eyes, she was wearing black pants and a light blue shirt with the words "Camp Marshall." The only trace of Holly at the time of her disappearance was a single one of her red sneakers left the roadside at 12.50 p.m. The family, you know, called police. Um, pretty much, what What do you think? Do you think somebody just picked her up on the side of the road, just from this little view of it?
2: Probably. <clears throat> I mean, I kind of feel that way.
1: Like, what are way to see some puppies and...
0: I don't, yeah, that's the way, yeah, but I wonder how. I mean, that's
2: the obvious answer. Yeah, I
0: wonder kind of how far the neighbor's house, like. Wonder how, I don't really say a distance of where. We're not from there, so we have no clue, roughly. That's what I'm kind of looking at, like how far away. Because even just say it was 50 yards down the road, that's you know right there, but if nobody's outside paying attention.
2: Yeah, I don't really think it happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, police and volunteers from three states began searching for her, and police weren't sure if she had been abducted, was lost, or injured. And they would bring in the dogs by the Connecticut State Police to look for her. Folks on the Haley Wooded area near where her shoe had been found. You know, divers would search the, a nearby pond. Helicopters would cover 35-mile radius overhead. And as the weekends stretch on, however, police announced they believed she had been a victim of foul play. Authorities continued to interview residents, question you know, the local sex offenders, set up a roadblock, sort of through 100-plus tips, called in about her. And police volunteers and Holly's family, you know, put up missing person flowers everywhere, which pretty much your basic case of how you handle cases like this. Would you say so? Yeah. But they would, uh, just a week after her disappearance, her case would even be featured on America's most Wanted, and around 3.15 p.m. on September 7th, a woman reported that she had saw a child fitting her description on the New York State um, Thruway um, said she was in a brown Dodge or Chrysler Horizon with possible Vermont license plates driven by a white man in his mid to late 20s with receding hairline, a bushy mustache, and wide buggy eyes. With the bushy mustache back in the nineties. That was still yeah. that was still kind of a thing. I was I'm like, about
2: to say that sounds typical.
0: Now the wide buggy eyes, is that just like the craze looked? I'm assuming, possibly.
2: Yeah, or it could be like, you know, those really big, like thick glasses that made eyes look like really big. Yeah.
0: Know. You know what I'm
2: talking about?
0: Um They said a car was about ten years old, with rust along the bottom of one side, and Went to Waterloo, New York, the exit that it got off of. And I guess the local sheriff, you know, spent days checking the motels, state parks, roads for Hollywood without any luck. And Holly's case quickly went cold. So that's from, you know, September 7th, she disappeared. Yeah, so roughly a month, so probably not too much longer after that. So probably in September. So a month and a half, it probably went cold. But on Saturday, October 23rd, 1993, so you're looking, two and two and a half months after she disappeared. Her skeletal remains were discovered in the woods off of Five Bridge Road in Brimfield, Massachusetts. There it had not been searched after her disappearance, and she was found by two hunters near the near one of the rivers. But her remains were recovered just five miles from where she had disappeared. So I wonder if hunters found her so in a wooded area. So that means basically discovered in the woods. So somebody had went probably wonder how. Those that road was was it like a dead end or just kind of more scattered with woods all around you? you can just park and nobody would question why you were parked on the side of the road and might took her out in the woods is that what you kind of think
1: like it was a pretty secluded area possibly yeah well
2: doesn't necessarily have to be but probably yeah
0: well if you're thinking if somebody if we just took off with a girl that you're gonna
1: be the area of not getting caught
0: you know they'd hold her funeral and you know talk about you know how she was a joy and how everybody loved her which a lot of people do love you know kids if you don't then that's just kind of <laughs> you know it's kind of <laughs>
1: odd um
0: the police did which I, this happens a lot. Um why are you laughing?
2: Sorry. It was just so awkward. Um,
0: but, you know, because they always wonder, like, you always have those cases. Like, um, we just had a case. What was it? Has that been three years ago?
1: Kayla? Your cousin? Has it been three four years ago? I yeah. want to say it's
0: 2017, but
1: yeah, her killer, I, so.
0: I know it was in November, but her killer had killed her. And then when they had her funeral, he was there. So the so a lot of people think you know that people like especially if they have like a memorial thing where everybody sets up that the killer's there. Well, this is kind of what they're doing. They're looking for the kill, killer at her funeral. So you know, no nobody was arrested. No suspects have been named, and all that. So. Th- Basically, they don't know if anybody was there or not. So, it's probably nobody suspicious at the funeral is the way I would take it.
2: Not to sound stupid, but how close to Missouri is Massachusetts? Why? Because, I don't know, for some reason, I just leaked those two together. And we've done a couple of cases that were more recent in Missouri, but...
0: No, I
2: know, but <laughs> listen, but for some reason, I keep seeing um, more crime cases from Missouri. I don't know if it's where we, like, done yeah, the episodes.
0: Yeah, it's possibly with Libby and Andy. Yeah,
2: but, but it definitely keeps popping up on my
0: feed. Um, we skip forward to later on, so you're looking at, Nine three, almost 20 years later, in 2012, uh, they mentioned about some evidence that was collected near her body, and they had basically, since technology's gotten better, they re-examined it, and it was linked to a man named David E. Pulitt, pilot. it's P-O-U-L-I-O-T, and he had died in, in 2003 at the age of 49. But he lived in Springfield, Massachusetts with his mother. Uh, They did not really say that he was a suspect, but they said it was a very significant lead. And he was an avid hunter. And Fisher was known to have frequented the uh, area where her remains were found. Uh, He had been a Vietnam veteran who worked at a juvenile detention center and was a carpenter. And he had been arrested for cocaine in 1993, but had never been arrested for any sex crimes. So, they're basically, you know, there's that there, but there's been no other updates since then. So, you're looking at eight years ago, there's not been any update. So, do you think that he was possibly involved with it? It says it's indisputably linked to him, the evidence, and after they retested it. But you think, though, that's what's kind of weird, that he's never been arrested for any sex crimes. Like, do you think it was just, well, cocaine was in 93, so this was, you know, years later, you know, six years later, do you think could have just been a one-time deal? Like, he done this and just quit doing it never actually, because most of them, they always say they're a repeated offender. They'll start off little and then eventually kill somebody. Like, do you think he could have just killed her and then quit or whatever? with was like an opportunity thing. Sell her alone, got her, and then...
2: Yeah, but like, not saying it's any excuse or anything, but like, what if there was a situation where, cause you know, like you said, she's almost as tall as me at that age. When like, 10, dude, I when I was 10, well, you're
0: when
2: I was 10, you were three foot. <laughs> no, when I was 10, I had already started developing and I looked way older than my age. So, what if he, like, tried picking her up, like, you know, like, oh, hey, you want to come hang out with me type thing? And then found out how old she was, and panicked, and just was like,
1: ah, it killed her.
2: I mean, that's probably not likely. Well, it's a but, it's a possibility. It's a
1: possibility.
0: <laughs> it's a
2: possibility. Like, maybe.
0: But another name guy, Gerald Batstiona, B-A-T-T-I-S-T-O-N-I, up here.
2: Batastoni.
0: Yeah, he died in, uh... 2012 at the age of 52 but he has been linked to holly by a private investigator but he died in prison while serving a 10 to 12 year sentence for repeatedly raping a 13 year old daughter of a woman he was dating in the early 1990s so he's kind of got the early
2: yeah or yeah, around that like time history. frame even if it
0: wasn't it could have been 90 you know 90 yeah. to you know midnight night or whatever but you're still looking at that time frame like even if this happened after the whole holly incident it still goes. But they said he can be linked to that area where her remains were recovered. And he's kind of ties into another case that we'll be talking about. But here it says in 1993, the rape victim's mother had uh, displayed her name and photo on a sign in the yard of a home for rent, and this home was near Holly's grandmother's home. But he had cut his throat after the local news began reporting on her claims. So basically, when the private investigator. Uh, started reporting on his claims. He ho- was hospitalized. For that and said, he was troubled by the reports. So that kind of seems like a self-guilty thing. If he's yeah. trying to kill himself. Yeah. After the private investigator is like, hey, I think he's involved. <laughs> but he could just not want to be labeled a, you know, that as well. Well, so, yeah, I mean
2: um, that would totally ruin his life, regardless if it was true crap, or not. There's
0: some. If you look into other cases, there's a lot of cases where people will be a suspect, not a suspect, but still be driven mad because everybody, since once you're labeled a suspect, no matter if you're not, people still look at you wrong because your name was tied up in it.
2: Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Yes. Like, I'm very passionate and have so much hate toward it. I'm just like, nope, don't care.
0: Um, they're saying there's like five or six suspects because her grandmother had spoken about it and they had come and gone, you know, not really nothing just basically your theories. Right now we've listed two, so basically the theories and all that, and it just kind of goes away. Um, which those two are probably the more, out of what I could find, they were, them two were the two biggest, because where they could be tied in. But uh, in 2012 also, it was reported by police that a pickup truck was used to abduct Holly, and it was unclear how they came to that. And David, the first guy I mentioned that was a Vietnam veteran, he was known to drive a pickup. Like, if them were coming to that, there has to be some... Somebody would have had to seen something, or there hadn't been evidence that a pickup truck was used. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know how they would have
1: came to it. So, it's just, just interesting, to be honest with you. So, what do you think, overall, happened to her? Um, I mean, I don't know. There's really
2: not a whole lot. Was there actually any puppies, though?
0: Well, I'm assuming what they said it would have been the only witnesses of the puppy that defends.
2: So there was puppies, though. Well,
0: it sounds like to me,
2: anyways. Because, I was going to say, maybe somebody, like, faked that to pick her up. Well, or pick someone up. Not necessarily her, but
0: so basically but it just happened to be her. Saying that the neighbor didn't have puppies and it was more just a big scam type thing, but you think that you think, think the dad would have known about then you know they would have been a suspect, which I could have been maybe one of the suspects if it was like a man or something. It's like, oh, I got puppies on down there. Anyone come see him? But I'm thinking yeah, if weird. somebody did pick her up, you know, it was after you know her brother ran away, <laughs> so it would have been basically uh, kind of like an opportunity thing, like I discussed earlier, been an opportunity. Like you said, maybe he tried to pick her up or something, then something happened, and then he just dumped her, or just intentions to begin with. It was still an opportunity because she was alone, got her, probably raped her, killed her, and just threw her out in the woods, you know, after he was done. Yeah. Like, it, it's definitely, and then, I don't know, hopefully with the way evidence gets better and stuff, hopefully one day they'll find out who done it. But I guess we'll have to wait and see if justice will be served. You have anything else to add?
2: Yes, I don't. I think after so much time, though, evidence gets deteriorated. Even if it's kept nicely in, like, evidence storage or something, still over time, something is just. So I don't necessarily think there would ever be. I don't. I mean, it could, but I don't know. If they'd be able to still use that evidence to match with anything.
1: Well, I think it depends on how it's handled. And who's all touched it and ruined it and all that. Yeah. But other than that, no, I'm fine.
0: All right, we thank you for tuning in. And the next case we talk about next week is going to tie into this. I didn't really want to go too much into it.
2: Because I would talk about it.
0: Well, yes. But it kind of ties in with this one, so. But uh, we thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next (laughs) one.